Start with February 29th. February 29th. What do you want the Lord to do for you? Interesting topic, huh? The verse is Luke 18, 41, Lord, that I may receive my sight. What is the thing that not only disturbs you, but makes you a disturbance? It is always something you cannot deal with yourself. So let's talk about, may I pick on you, Dave? Last night, there was something disturbing her. And it made her a disturbance. Okay? And in that moment that it made a disturbance, I called the disturbance out and said, what are you doing? And, well, this, that, and the other. And I said, well, do you know where it's coming from, right? No clue. I said, well, you opened your heart very vulnerably when they gave you the teacher appreciation thing the other night. You, it caught you completely off guard. You weren't in any way, shape, or form aware of what was going on. And then, once it did happen, you got a little overwhelmed and, and, and became tearful, but weren't going to allow yourself to cry. And then she put her head on my shoulder and bawled her eyes out, only to come back out of that and then see all the rest of the stuff there and have to go through that to only, only have to come back and weep again. And I said, well, you're vulnerable now. Just don't let go of the vulnerability. Well, she obeys about as well as the rest of you do. She instantly started sucking back the tears because she didn't want to seem like she was a big ball baby, I guess, or something. And she sucked it back in. And so the next thing that happens is it intensifies everything your flesh is feeling. Devils, oh, you swallowed that feeling, which was righteous. And then you chose to not feel, which is in my realm. So let me attack you with a bunch of other things now to distract you. And she's like, crap. I said, yeah, crap. That's, but that's what I tell you. I, I told you last night. I expect that last night. Night before last, this is what I expected. I watched you swallow that. And I knew it was only a matter of minutes before it showed up again ugly. And it showed up again ugly yesterday. And I said, when I ask you to keep yourself open, remain vulnerable, what do you got to lose to do what I ask? Nothing if you do what I ask. What do you have to lose if you don't? Everything. Now you've opened the door for the enemy to say, I'm not listening to the pastor. I'm not listening to God. I'm going to do what I want to do. And the devil goes, good. I got some stuff for you to do. Freak out, get emotional, get worried, get all. He just loves to pile it on at that point. Why? You told him he was in charge. Well, I, I didn't mean to do that. You didn't mean not to. I told you, don't do this. And you didn't care enough to listen, so you did do it. And now you're paying for it, and I got news for you. I'm not. I'm not going to pay for this. So, you want to be that way? No problem. It's all good. Those are your choices. You get to live with them. I pulled my anointing back. 
And all of a sudden, she's like, oh, what? That just happened. I said, you made your choice. You chose to not listen to me. You chose to do what, whatever you call making yourself safe. So now you get to live with all that you have. Nothing. When connected to me, not only could you have remained vulnerable, but you would have remained safe. Instead, you chose to walk out and do whatever you want to do, and therefore the enemy would had full right and authority to mess with you. I'm not unequally yoked with that person. You stepped out from underneath the umbrella of the anointing. You can stay there. That's what you want. Go for it. But I'm not going to be part of it. I'm not going to come out and coax you back in. I'm not going to come out and pour my anointing on you outside of the realm. You know better. You were told, you were warned, and you did it regardless of what I said. Feel stupid? Good. Because it was stupid, now you get to deal with yourself. But I'm not going to put my anointing back on you until you turn around. It's amazing how hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Oh, crap, he wasn't kidding. Um, yeah, because I kid all the time, right? About those things. Because I make a joke about all those things. I, I tell you, I'm going to pull something from you. No, I tell you, if you don't straighten up, I'm going to. If you want to go walk in your flesh, I'm going to. You want to do that, I'm going to be, you're not going to be unequally yoked with me. I'm not going to walk with a believer and an infidel. You just became an, an infidel. So enjoy your life. That's the, that's the path that you chose. You come out and be separate like I ask you to. You come out and take a stand for righteousness against your own bullshit thinking. Or deal with it because I'm not going to come in here and deal with it with you. And then we might turn around and have, a, have, have a, a, a time to straighten it out. It doesn't solve the problem, does it? No, the problem still exists. The problem still exists means it's liable to happen again. And the next time, I'll be less likely to stop and put the anointing back. Because as long as you want to be stubborn, as long as you want to kick against the pricks, I don't care who you are. Obviously, you live in a world because you can't touch and feel the anointing. You, you assume because you can't touch it and feel it, it isn't real. Okay, no problem. You'll find out. And it probably won't be the fun, funnest thing you ever did, but you'll find out. And I will challenge any one of you. Y'all decide you want to walk with me, walk with me. You decide you want to walk in your flesh, I'm going to pull the anointing, and you're going to feel it pulled. And when it's pulled, I, I'm just wondering, what were you going to use to get back then? What? That thing not only disturbs you, but makes you a disturbance. It is always something you cannot deal with yourself. They rebuked him that he should hold the peace, but he cried all the more. I tell you to straighten up, and you can't seem to straighten up. To knock this off, but you can't seem to knock it off. What, what's, the, what's the only option I have left? Pull back. Because you had the opportunity, and, and me commanding it, God commanding it over your life, for you to walk in the commandment and stay under the anointing and stay with the power to defeat the enemy. But you couldn't do it because it was never about you in the first place. They rebuked him that he should hold his peace, but he cried all the more. Persist in the disturbance. Stay in that disturbance. Persist in it. 
until you get free, until you get face to face with the Lord, the Lord himself. Do not deify common sense. Don't think you're going to be able to figure a way out. Don't figure out how you can stop this. Because I'm sorry, you have a moment to feel vulnerable. The first thing you do is you swallow your tears. Because you don't want to be vulnerable like that. So I'll just swallow my tears and we'll make a big deal. God goes, really? Instead of trusting me or pastor, you're going to go ahead and swallow your tears because that's what's safe to you. Well, then good luck with your safety. You go, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that. Well, that's what you said and that's what you did. You somehow think we're going to change our minds? If God is sovereign and I'm under God, I'm sovereign too. I don't have any sympathy or empathy for anybody here. Not anymore. Once upon a time I did because I, I thought you were, were helpless and you were having a hard time getting it. So I empathize with the fact that you were having a hard time getting it. Now I know you because I broke this thing down started about four or five months ago and I broke this thing down to, to itty bitty bite sizes for a baby, let alone for a three, third grader and you still don't want to listen. So that's on you. But the empathy, the extra opportunity, the extra effort on my part, I'm not giving it to you. Persist in the disturbance until you get face to face with the Lord. Do not deify common sense. When Jesus asks what we want him to do for us in, a, in regard to an incredible thing, which we are faced, remember that he does not work in common sense ways. He works in supernatural ways. He'll make a way where there isn't a way. I sat here yesterday with a plate full of stuff. And I mean, literally, if I, if I look at this playful stuff, I'm going, Lord, what is going on? Dishwasher, uh, alarm system, uh, uh, thermostat on the, on, the, on the air conditioning, um, mom's TV, our Wi-Fi. You want to go down the list? That's just this week. Hmm. Go in there, fix the washing machine up, took a couple seconds. Thermostat had to be reset because it went all the way down to the batteries were dead. And so when the batteries died, it, it had to go back and reset completely, which I didn't know that it would have to happen, but it did. Um, Wi-Fi system, a system that's not available anywhere in the United States, nowhere online anywhere. We get one for, you know, from the factory that's, does, that says they're out of stock. So God makes a way where there isn't a way. Mom's TV is cheap as we got it. Now all of a sudden, you know, this, I was going to have to buy another sound system up there where we have an extra Sonos system because I understand how Sonos system wouldn't be a, a great system. We listen to it all the time down here. Well, it is a great system. problem is, is that the plug that went into the TV was going into a headset jack to output to the sound. Well, so it was outputting to a headset. Well, obviously the Sonos system is not a headset. It's a speaker system. So we had to find uh, HDMI cable that plugged into the TV that they would have a plug on the other end that would plug into the sound system. And we found one. We found two. God's faithful if you call upon him and go, Lord, I don't know what this is, but this is ridiculous. One thing after another, this is ridiculous. But you know, every so often you buy certain stuff, things get bad, start going bad, and then goes, goes to bad all the way around. Refrigerator went bad, washing machine went bad. We got all these things happening around here. Who's paying for all that? Yeah. Want to have a TV? Want to have a washing machine that doesn't work? No. Want to have a refrigerator that doesn't work? No. Want to have a TV that doesn't work or a, or a 
Wi-Fi that doesn't work. I mean, what 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 else do you think you 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 know, can live without? Because we can just get rid of all this stuff. Or you're going to have to learn to start trusting in the same God I trust in, and watch God's provision. Way 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 bigger and better than any provision we've ever had. When Jesus asks what we want Him to do for us in regard to an incredible thing. He doesn't work in common sense ways. He works in supernatural ways. Watch how we limit the Lord by remembering what we've allowed him to do for us in the past. I always failed there and I always shall. Consequently, we don't ask for what we want. Somehow that we asked for God's help and he didn't show up. Did you ask for God's help and he actually didn't show up? No. Or did you ask for God's help and then decide to go ahead and do something on your own? And then say, well, he didn't show up. How would you know? Did you give him any time to show up? You're asking for help right now. Are you waiting for him to help you? No. You're out immediately trying to do whatever you can do, right? You got so good at that, you wrote a whole bunch of letters. You, know, you thought that was it and thought that she finally did your job, went in there and got all prettied up, all gussied up like a local stripper and then come walking up out here. Tell me how any of that was of God. No, it wasn't. And you want to hand them out to everybody after they just watched what you just did. When that ain't a one of them wanted to read any of it. So all that time you spent in the trash. Why? Because you didn't bother to do what God wanted you to do. You went and did what you want to do. You were trying to fix it. Well, you're the one that fucking broke it and keeps breaking it. How are you going to fix it? Do you all of a sudden... Shazam, now, now have a brand new um, you know, th thought life that now you can figure stuff out? No, not so much. You keep trying to do stuff yourself, then you wonder why God doesn't show up. God, as long as you got the steering wheel in your hand, God's willing, more than willing to sit on a bench and just watch you drive. He goes, when you hit that wall, don't worry, I'll be right here. And then if you need me to drive, I'll drive, but I'm not about to get in that car with you driving. I'm not going where you're going. You're supposed to go where I go. I'm not supposed to go where you go. Consequently, we do not ask for what we want. It is ridiculous to ask God to do this. If it's an impossibility, it is a thing that we have to ask. If all of a sudden you can't see a way to get out of this mess you're in, the only person you can ask is him. The only person that even can bother to remotely help you is him. If it's an impossible thing, it's not... A real disturbance. God will always absolutely handle the impossible. See, what, what, what we've learned to do is have this disturbance inside of us and somehow put a Band-Aid on it. You ever, ever cut yourself so bad you needed stitches? And you just put a Band-Aid on it instead? Yes, no? Yes. Okay. And, and then for whatever reason, it just seems like it never wants to heal? Because there's nothing holding the cut together on both sides. Yes. Cut that one right there. Out in the middle of a bean field. Cutting, cutting weeds out of a bean field. Chopped away with a, you know, what a machete is. That's what, a, that's what a corn knife is. Hit a corn knife, chop down, hit this thing, hit a rock, bring a sheet up, hit myself in the knee. Cut that bitch wide open. Out in the middle of a field. Tore my T-shirt off, wrapped it around my knee, and pulled it tight. Went back in the house and just put a bandage on it. 
said, that's got to be good enough. It's never healed. It's still got a huge wide scar because I should have had stitches and I didn't want to have stitches. Didn't have super glue back then. <laughs> okay. So you're, you're, you're wanting to heal, but you're not wanting to heal right. I've got the one on my finger. Cut that finger up. Can you see the finger was ever cut off? Mm -hmm. Same thing. Stitches all the way around. How about this one? See when I cut my thumb off? Stitches all around here. Went in that stitches and had to bandage it up. Got in places and needed something done. I took care of it and, and straightened it out so that it did what needed to be done to fix it. Why are you so, so hell-bent on not doing what needs to be done to fix your problem? You're cut wide open and it's going to do nothing but leave an ugly, ugly scar instead of going to God and asking Him to help you heal. Faith. Excuse me. But you have to come to the place where you believe him to be almighty. Faith is not in what Jesus says, but in himself. For look at what he says, we shall never believe. All you do is read the word of God and, and consider that it. You'll never bother to believe because he speaks to you all day long, in and out. No matter what, he's talking, never stops. Talk about motor mouth, he's a motor mouth. Okay? I don't mean that in a bad way. He just never, this man, 24 7, 365, I don't care what time you get up, no matter what middle of the damn night, no matter what time you go to bed, what time, how early you get, he's always right there talking to you. He never, ever, ever stops talking to you. Now, you go to sleep, he allows you to sleep. The very moment you open your eyes, he's already talking to you. Why? He knows that just because you open your eyes, you're getting ready to do something, like go to the bathroom or go get a snack or whatever it is. He's talking to you. But once we actually see Jesus, he does the impossible thing as naturally as breathing. Our agony comes through the willful stupidity of our own heart. Then all of a sudden we realize how stupid we are and how willful and arrogant we've been. And that's where our agony begins. Because now you're full of shame and guilt and it's hard to get back before God and apologize for what you did on purpose. We won't believe. We won't cut the shoreline. We just prefer to worry. Prefer to let our problems stay our problems. Somehow they'll fix themselves. Oh, uh-huh. There's another book going to the bathroom. Proverbs. Chapter 3. I missed that one. Man, you're going to read the whole thing just for you. Proverbs chapter 3. My son, forget, forget not my law, but let thy heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall be added to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the table of your heart. So shall you find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and, and of man. Trust the Lord with all of your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all of your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your navel and marrow to your bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thy increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty 
and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his corrections. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, even as the Father, the Son in whom he delights. Happy is the man that finds that wisdom and the man that gets understanding. For the merchandise of his is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain thereof of fine gold. She is more precious than rubies and all the things that you can desire not even to be compared under her. Length of days is in her right hand and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are always pleasantness and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that hold upon her. Happy is everyone that retains her. The Lord, by wisdom, has founded the earth. By understanding, has he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths are broken up. The clouds drop down the dew. My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. Don't let that depart from you. So shall the life be and thy soul and thy grace to thy neck. Then you shall walk in the way safely, and your foot shall not stumble. When you lie down, you shall not be afraid. Yes, you shall lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of desolation of the wicked when it comes. The Lord shall be thy confidence, and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Withhold not from good from them that whom it is due, when it is in your power of thy hand to do it. Say not to the neighbor, Go and come again, and tomorrow I will give when you have it with you now. Devise not evil against the neighbor, seeing he dwells securely by thee. Strive not with a man without cause, if he have done thee no harm. Envy you not the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. For the froward is an abomination to the Lord, but his secret is with the righteous. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, but be ye blessed the habitation of the just. Surely he scorns the scorners, but gives grace to the lowly. The wise shall not inherit glory, but shame shall be the promotion of fools. Isaiah 55. Verse 6. Seek you the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return to the Lord. And the Lord will have mercy upon him and to our God. For he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts, then your thoughts. For as the rain comes down upon the and the snow from heaven and returns not from returns not to heaven, but waters the earth, makes it bring forth bud, and that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing wherein I sent it. For you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. 
Instead of the thorns shall come up the fir tree. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be the Lord for a name, for the everlasting sign it shall not be cut off. Book of John 14. 14, 5. Thomas says unto him, Lord, we know not whether you go and how can we know the way. Jesus said to them, I am the way and the truth, the life, and no man comes unto the Father except or but by me. If I, you had known me, you should have known the Father also. From henceforth you will know him and have seen him. Philip says to him, the Lord, sh show us the Father and it will suffice for us. And Jesus said, have I been so long with you, yet have you not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest you then, show us the Father? Believe you not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but speak what the Father has that dwells in me. And he does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for at least the work's sake. Truly, truly, I say unto you, he that believes on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. The Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I said, I will do it. 14, 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and the Father shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it sees him not, neither knows him, but you know him. For he dwells within you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while the world sees me no more. But see, you see me. Because I live, so you shall live also. At that day you shall know that I am the, my Father, and the Father in me, and I in you. And he that has, this, has my commandments and keeps them. He it is that loves me. He that loves me shall be loved of my Father. And I will love him. And I will manifest myself to him. Judas said to them, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it you will manifest yourself unto us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said to him, if a man love me, he will keep my words and my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our, our abode with him. He that loves me not though keeps not my sayings. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things I have spoken to you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you, who remind you of all the things I foretold you. Peace I leave with you, and my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives. I give unto you, let not your heart be troubled, neither let yourself be afraid. You've heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If you love me, I, you would rejoice because I said, I <coughs> go to the Father and my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before 
And now it's even come to pass that when I, it, it has come to pass, you might believe. Hereafter, I will not talk much more to you, for the prince of this world is going to come. And he has nothing in me. But the world may know that I love the Father. The Father gave me commandment. Even so, I do. Arise and let us all go from here. 15.1 I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he purges it, trims it up, that it may bring forth even more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abides in the vine. No more can you except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me can you can do absolutely nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and it is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide me, and my words abide in you, though you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. And herein too is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue you in my love. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I kept my Father's commandments. And I abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love is no man than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends, he says, if you do whatsoever I command you. From henceforth, from now on, I call you not servants. For the servant knows not what his Lord does, but I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. You have not yet chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you. You should go forth and bring forth much fruit. And that fruit would, have been, would remain. That whatsoever you ask of the Father in my name, he shall give it to you, may give it to you. And these things I command, that you would love one another. 16, 17. Then said some of the disciples among themselves, What is this that he says to us? A little while, you shall not see me. And again, a little while, you shall see me. And because I go to the Father. They said, therefore, what is this that he says? A little while. We cannot tell what, he, what he's saying. We can't understand what he means. Now Jesus knew that they were desirous to ask him. And he said unto them, Do you... Inquire among yourselves of that which I said a little while, and you shall not see me again a little while, and you shall see me. Truly I say unto you, that you will weep and lament, but the world shall rejoice, and you shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned to joy. A woman, when she's in travail, has sorrow, because her hour has come. But as soon as she's delivered the child, she remembers no more the anguish for the joy of that child, that man is born into the world. And you know therefore how you now therefore have sorrow. But I will see you again and your heart shall rejoice in your joy. No man will be able to take from you. And in that day you shall ask me nothing. Truly, truly I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will then give it to you. 
Here the two of you asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. These things I've spoken unto you in Proverbs. The time comes when I shall no more speak unto you in Proverbs, but I shall speak to you plainly of the Father. And at that day you shall ask in my name, and I say not unto you that I will pray to the Father for you. For the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me and have believed that I came out from God. I came forth from the Father and am come into the world again. I leave the world and I go back to the Father. His disciples said to him, Lo, now you speak plainly and speak no proverb. Now are we sure that you know us all things and need not that any man should ask you. By this we believe that you came forth from God. And Jesus answered them, said, So now you believe? Behold, the hour comes. Yes, it na- now it has come that you shall be scattered every man of his, to his own and shall leave me alone. And yet I am not alone because the Father is in me. These things I have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. Mm-hmm. Romans 13. Verse 1. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Mm-hmm. Whosoever therefore resists the power resists the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. You have the word of God and you resist the word of God, you receive unto yourself damnation. And nothing's going to save you. Nothing is going to save you. Not me, not Jesus, not God. You've been given the word so you could believe and you've chosen not to listen. You are on your own. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Will you then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and you shall have praise of the same. For he is the minister of God to thee but for good. But if you do that which is evil, be afraid. For he bears not only the sword in vain, for he is a minister of God, a revenger, to execute wrath upon him that does evil. Therefore, you must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake, that your conscience might be clear. 1 Corinthians 4, verse 1. Let a man so account of us as the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. For it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. But with me it's a very small thing that I should be judged of you or of man's judgment, yes, I judge not my own self. For I knew nothing by myself, yet I am not hereby justified, but he that judges me is the Lord. Therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who will both bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsel of the hearts. And then, and then, shall every man have praise of God. And all of these things, brethren, I have in a figure transfigured to myself and to Apollos for your sakes that you might learn in us not to think of men above that which is written, that no one of you be puffed up for against one against another. 
For who makes you differ from another? What have you that you did not receive? Nor now if you did receive it, why do you now glory as if you hadn't received it? Now you are full. Now you are rich. You have reigned as kings without us. And I would got to God that you did reign, that you also, we also, might reign with you. For I think that God has set forth us, the apostles, last as we were appointed to death. For we are made a spectacle unto the world of the angels and the men. We are fools for Christ's sake. But you are wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are honorable, we are despised. Even in this present hour, we both hunger and thirst, and are naked, and are buffeted, and have no certain dwelling place. And labor, working with our own hands, being reviled, we bless. Being persecuted, we suffer it. Being defamed, we entreat it. We're made as the filth of the world, and are the offscouring of all things until this very day. I write none of these things to shame you. For though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have not many fathers. And for in Christ Jesus, have, I have begotten you through the gospel. Wherefore I beseech you, beg you, be followers of me. For this cause I have sent unto you Timothy, who is my beloved son, faithful in the Lord, who shall bring you in remembrance of my ways, which in Christ, as I teach everywhere in every church. Now some are puffed up as though it would not come to you, but I will come to you shortly if the Lord will and will know, not just the speech of them that are puffed up, but the power. For the kingdom of God is not in word. The kingdom of God is in power. What will you then? Shall I come unto you with a rod or in love? And in the spirit of meekness, you pick. Ephesians 2. Verse 11. Wherefore, remember that you, being in time past Gentiles of the flesh, who are called uncircumcision, but that which is called circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at the time you were without Christ, being alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who were sometimes afar off have been made near by the blood of Christ. Ephesians 3, verse 14. For this cause I now bow my knees to the Father, Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven is named, heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with his might by his spirit in your inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ which passes all knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we would ever think or ask, according to the power that works in us, 
Unto him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all the ages, world without end. Second Thessalonians chapter two. Verse one. Now we beg you, brethren, by the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, by our gathering together unto him, that you would soon not be shaken in mind or be troubled neither by spirit nor by the word, nor by letter as from us as the day of Christ or the day of the Lord is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there coming uh, come a falling away first, that the man of sin might be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worship, so that he as God sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember you not that when I was with you, I told you these things? And now you know that what withholds, that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity does already work. Only he who now lets will let until he be taken out of the way. Then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth, but they, that they might be saved. For this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth. Ouch. That they all might be damned that didn't believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness instead. We are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God has from the very beginning chosen you to salvation through the sanctification, the setting apart of the spirit and the belief of that truth. So that delusion has no impact on you. Where do we call you by our gospel into obtaining the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ? Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you have been taught, whether by word or by our example. Now, Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which has loved us and has given us an everlasting consolation and good hope through grace. Let him comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. First Timothy chapter 4. I'm sorry, chapter... Four verse six. If you put the brethren in remembrance of these things, you shall be a good so good minister of Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and good doctrine, wherein you've been attained. But ref, refuse profane and old wise fables, because they're going to exercise themselves rather unto ungodliness. For bodily exercise profits little, but the godliness is profitable unto all things, having the promise of this life that now is and that which is to come. This is a faithful saying and the worthy of all exception. For therefore we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust the living God who is the Savior of all men, especially those who believe. 
These things I want you to command and, and I want you to teach. Second Timothy chapter one, verse eight. Be not you therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before the world began, but now has been made obvious or revealed by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and has brought life and immortality to light through that gospel. Chapter 2, verse 8. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. When I suffer troubles and evil doer, even in the bonds with the word of God's not bound. Therefore I endure all things for the elect's sake, that they may also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. It's a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, though, he also will deny us. More importantly, if we believe not, yet he still abides faithful because he cannot deny himself. Now these things put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord that they strive not about words to no profit, but to the subverting of the hearers. Study to show yourself approved unto, the God, unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. Hebrews chapter 8. Verse 10. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days. I will put my laws in their mind, I will write them in their hearts, and I will be to them a God, they shall be to enemy of people. They shall not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me, from the least to the greatest. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness, and their sins and their iniquities. I will remember no more. In that he says a new covenant, he has made the first old. Now, that which decays and waxes is old. It's ready to vanish away. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 7. And then said I, Lo, I come to the volume of the book as is written to me to do thy will, O God. Above what he said, sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offering for sin, you would not. Neither had any pleasure therein which are offered by the law. Then said he, lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He takes away the first, that he may establish the second covenant. Mm -hmm. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. And every priest stands daily ministering and offering Oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away the sins. But this man, after he had offered <clears throat> one sacrifice for the sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God. From now on expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For my one offering he has per perfected forever them that are sanctified. Whereof the Holy Ghost also witnessed to us. For after that we, he had said unto us before, this is the covenant that I will make. With them after those days, says the Lord, I will put my laws in their hearts and their minds. I will write them. And their sins and their iniquities, I will remember 
no more. Now, where the remission of these are, the there is no more offering for sin. James chapter 1, verse 2. Brethren, count it all joy when you fall into those diverse temptations, though. Knowing this, the trying of your faith is going to work patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. God that gives all men liberty and abrades not, and it shall be given unto him. Let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavers is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Let not that man think he's going to receive anything of the Lord, because a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. James 4, 1. From whence comes these wars and fightings among you? Don't they come here even of the lusts that were in your members? You lust and have not, you kill, you desire to have. You cannot obtain because you fight and you war and yet you have not because you ask not. And then when you do ask, you receive not because you ask to miss. You ask that you might consume it upon your fl- the lusts of your flesh. You adulterers and adulteresses, know you not that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is an enemy of God. Do you think that the scripture says in vain that the spirit that dwells in us lusts to envy? But he gives more grace. Wherefore he says, God resists the proud, but gives the grace to the humble. So submit yourselves therefore unto God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Speak not evil of one another, brethren. He that speaks evil of his brother and judges his brother speaks evil of the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. But there is only one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. So who are you that you think you could judge one another? First, and she was second Peter. Chapter one. I know. Verse twelve though. <laughs> Wherefore I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things. Though you already know them, I'm here that you might be established in the truth, Amen. the present truth. Amen. I think that it's necessary, as long as I'm in this tabernacle, to stir you up by putting you in remembrance, knowing that shortly I must put off my tabernacle, even as the Lord Christ has shown me. So moreover, I will endeavor that you may be able after my decease to have these things which I've told you always in remembrance. For we have not followed cunningly devised fables. We made known unto you the power of the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus. But were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory. 
when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And this voice came from the heaven we heard when we were with him in that holy mount. We have to, we have a more sure word of prophecy. Where do you do well that you take heed as unto the light that shines in a dark place until the day dawn and the day that that day shall arise in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit to do so. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 1. This second epistle, beloved, I now write in you in both which I stir up your pure minds by the way of remembrance, that you may be mindful of the words which are spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of the, of the apostles, Lord and Savior, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lusts and saying, where is this promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things just continue as they have from the beginning of creation. For this, they're willingly are ignorant of that by the word of God, the heavens were of old, the earth standing put out of the water and into water. Whereby the world that was then being overflowed with water perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against that day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord is a thousand years and a thousand years is one day. Remember the Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some men might count slackness. But is long suffering to us, not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord shall come as a thief of the night in which the heavens shall pass away with great noise and the elements shall melt with a fervent heat. Earth also and the works thereof shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in all your holy conduct and godliness, looking for and hastening to the coming day of God, where the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, the elements shall melt with a fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, Look for new heavens and new earth, wherein dwells righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that you might be found of him in peace, without spot and without blemish. 1 John 3.18 My little children, let us now love not in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and truth. Hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemns God is greater than our heart and still knows all things. Beloved, if our heart condemns not, we then can have confidence towards God. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him. Because we keep his commandments and do things that are pleasing in his sight. And this is the commandment that we should believe on the name 
of the Son of Jesus and love one another as he gave his commandment. He that keeps his commandment dwells in him and he also dwells in reverse. And hereby we know that he abides in us by the spirit, the comforter that he's given to us. 1 John 5, 13. These things I've written unto you that believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know what you have, that you have eternal life. That you may believe in the name of the Son of God. This is the confidence that we should have in Him. That if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. If we know that He hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have this petitions that we desire of Him. If any man sees his brother sin of sin, which is not unto death, he shall ask, and he shall give him life for him that sins the sin not to death. There is a sin unto death, and I do not say that you should pray for that one. But all, all unrighteousness is sin, and there is a sin not to death. We know that whosoever is born of God sins not, but he that is begotten of, the, of God keeps himself, and the wicked one can't touch this. We know that we are of God, and the whole earth lies in wickedness. We know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know Him that is true, and that we are in Him that is true, even in the Son, Jesus Christ, and this is the true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. And lastly, but not least, Jude, starting in verse 3. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was necessary for me to, to write unto you and exhort you that you should, you should earnestly contend for the faith, which was once delivered to the saints. There are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this co condemnation. Ungodly men turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. So I will therefore put your remembrance even though once you knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that didn't bother to believe. The angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he's reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of the eternal fire. Likewise also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. Then Michael the archangel, when he contended with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, dare not even bring reading accusation, but said, the Lord rebuke thee. But these speak evil of those things which they know not, but what they know naturally. As brute beasts in those things they corrupt themselves woe unto them for they have gone the way of Cain they ran greedily to Arab Balaam for reward and perished in the gainsay of Korah these are spots in your feasts of charity and they feast with you feeding themselves without fear clouds they are without water carried without winds carried about of winds trees whose fruit withers without fruit twice dead plucked up by the roots raging waves of the sea, foaming out of their own shame, wandering stars to which 
and preserve the blackness of darkness forever. And Enoch, also the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of their ungodly deeds, which they have ungodly committed, and of all their hard speeches, which ungodly, ungodly sinners have spoken against them. These are murmurers and complainers walking after their own lusts, their own mouths speaking great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage, respect for persons. But beloved, remember you the words which were spoken before the apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ, how they told you there should be mockers in this last time, who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. These be they who separate themselves sensual, having not the spirit, but you, beloved, building up your most selves, your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus and our eternal life. And if some have compassion, making a difference. Others, save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, even hating the garment spotted by the flesh. But now unto him, unto him that is able to keep you from falling, unto him who is who is, pre is ready to present you faultless before the presence of his own glory with exceeding joy. To him, the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forevermore. Amen. There's your message. So hopefully that lines up for y'all in what we're speaking about today. What do you want from God? Well, it sounds to me like he's kind of got it laid out. But um, one thing that he pointed out to me when I started doing the research is two things. One, don't forget to ask. But even more important than asking, don't forget to remember. Because you can't just ask for asking's sake. you got to remember who and what you're supposed to be all about so that you can ask. And so, like it says in, in, in 1 John 5, that he'll hear you. You don't want to waste a bunch of time asking and find out he wasn't listening because you weren't right with him in the first place. Much better to get right with him, remember what that's like, and then in that place of asking him, making dang sure you're right with him so that when you do ask, he is more than tickled to help you out, to see you come through in victory. So Father, we come before you and say thank you, Lord, for this day, for this message. Lord, I... For one, thought this was a pretty spectacular message, but I'm spoiled. I'm spoiled, Lord God, because I live in, these, in this word. I live in these verses, Lord God. I see the day-to-day -day springing forth of life from all these things. I don't get in my head and try to imagine myself perfect or right or whatever I imagine. Lord, I am just a piece of meat here, ready a piece of clay for you to, to mold and shape as you see fit. And, you might want to change the molding of that on a daily basis. And Lord, as long as I'm with you, I could care less. Mold away. I want to be on that last day. I want to be able to see him as he is because I, for one, have become like him. Lord, I know that is the desire of my heart, and I believe it's a desire of yours. I believe after reading John this morning and, and even the Old Testament from what Moses wrote and they wrote, is Lord, this has been the desire of any and every man that has known you and loved you in all the years before us. So help us, Lord. Help us see clearly now the thing that 
you've got set aside for us if we'll call upon your name out of a pure heart, with a pure mind, not double-minded in anything anymore. We give that thanks, praise, honor, and glory for all of these things. We'll do it here in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.